This week, Argos Digital and in-stadium host Sean Bowen helps us preview the East Final. Let us know if he's figured out what the Tiger Cat is yet. Plus, the Argos CFL Player Award nominees and more tweets from Kazakhstan. Crack those beers. It's the Argos FanCast. You can find us at Argos FanCast on the Twitter and Instagram machine. And anywhere you find your friendly neighborhood podcast, just search Argos FanCast or go directly to theargosfancast.podbean.com. I am Clay Chisholm. You can find me at all kinds of Clay on the Twitter and Instagram machines. And joining us, as always, our resident historian from argofans.com, the VP of Football Operations, Will Gertler, MBA. Good evening, everybody. Or whenever you're listening to the show, you can find me on Twitter at argofans. Or check out www.argofans.com. And from the double blue, Sir Douglas of House Valentine, second of his name, Lord of Section 116, and Warden of the Southside, Protector of the Realm. Oh man, the battle fever's really hitting full blast now. You can find me on Twitter at DougB519. You can find my group, the Double Blue Order, when we're not being harassed or when we're not trying to wave as many flags as we possibly can on Facebook at facebook.com slash Double Blue Order, on Twitter at Double Blue Order, on Instagram at the Double Blue Order. There's still time in the season. Get your Double Blue Order merch, including the law firm t shirt, doubleblueorder.ca. Well, gentlemen, the week has finally arrived. The weekend is almost upon us. And we have an East final to win. (laughs) In a few minutes, we're going to be joined by Sean Bowen, who, uh, if you haven't seen... His little um, investigative uh, reporting that he that he did uh, earlier this week on Twitter. Check it out at uh, at Toronto Argos on on Twitter or their Instagram machine. And uh, well, he went searching to see if he could find out what a tiger cat was. And he went to the source. He went to some animals, the Hyde Park Zoo. Unfortunately, I don't think he got much of an answer there. But we'll talk to that to him about that in a little bit. Uh, first, let's get right to it. We uh, saw the Alouettes uh, lost to the Ticats. So we'll be playing the Ticats this Sunday at BMO Field. Kickoff is 12.30. Tailgate starts as soon as you can get there. Crack of dawn. I wouldn't be surprised if we've got, we we know some people that are already setting up there right now. As soon as they let us in. I'll, soon be, as I'll, let be, us in. I'll be waiting at the booth. <laughs> I'll be waiting at the booth as the sun crests over the horizon. Uh, breakfast tailgate. It's been a long time since I had one of those. And uh, so we yeah, so Montreal lost to Hamilton 23 to 12 in the East semifinal. And then on the Western side, Saskatchewan pulled out a uh, an OT winner 33 to 30 over Calgary. So they're going to be taking on Winnipeg. Um, and, and really, I mean, it's just a precursor to find out who's going to get their ass kicked by the by the Toronto Argonauts in Hamilton on December 12th. Either of these games make you give you uh, any better idea of of who these teams that we might get a chance to play are. Crickets. Yeah. So, no, we didn't learn much. I think we learned that Hamilton's lucky. Well, we definitely learned that they could take advantage of turnovers. Yep. It was cold. 
<laughs> yeah, because you were at the game. <laughs> it wouldn't stop snowing. Uh, I was uh, I was at a bowling tournament, so I was just uh, checking the score on my on my phone. So, well, I mean, uh, Hamilton scored those twenty points in you know half a quarter, and really didn't. I mean, their offense didn't do a whole lot the rest of the game, mind you. The weather was not conducive to much offense but uh you know their their defense certainly played at a championship caliber yeah well i mean they did give up a, a little bit uh through the air but i mean it, it was trevor harrison most of that was between the 20s yep and geez, Jer- Jeremiah Mazzoli didn't need to do a whole lot. Neither did their running game. Their offense didn't have to do, be quite honest, they didn't have to do a lot, let's face it. No. Well, when you look at their, their total yards of offense, uh, 237, they only had the ball for 26 minutes. So their their defense was out there doing the job most of the time, so... Oh, oh yeah, like they yeah the defense put in a lot of work. Six sacks, four forced fumbles. <laughs> like, but I mean they were also playing Montreal, who I mean let's face it, they're not world beaters. So, no, Harris was moving the ball on that drive, and then fumble. Yep, pretty much turned the game around right there. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Did you guys hear that? The Just jingle thing? Yeah, the, the little bing bing bing. Yeah, that the, was... The, win, the, win, the Windows notification sound. Ah, yeah, it was probably on my end. I don't know what the hell it was. But it coincided right after Will said fumble. <laughs> hmm. Do we the have... Track. <laughs> do we do we add something now to the soundboard? <laughs> oh. All right, that's co- that's going to be put in for next week. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we got we got a new sound. Whatever the that what, I'll get it and I'll put it in for next week. <sighs> um, on the on the west side, we saw a pretty. What Back game and that forth was. game. It was one game. hell of a game. Oh, yeah. What a game that was. Oh, man. It uh, it was uh, it was really Ugly pulled first it. Half. <laughs> yeah, it, it was not a great first half, but that second half just. At one point, my my heart was, I think, literally outside of my chest, jumping up and down. It, it just, yeah. And I, it, you and a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, you guys didn't have much skin in the game. You know, were you feeling that energy in that game near the end? I was a little bit. Sure. I'll, I'll be <laughs> honest. Will Will was just was just hoping that uh, that louder would miss that. Blown it. Yeah. Yeah. But instead it was instead it was, instead it was Paradiser who blew it. Yeah. Which is uncharacteristic. Uh, which is uncharacteristic of him. That's well. what I'm sure. Bo chose to go deep, and then they ran the ball in second and whatever. It was a Bo-tastic, you know, <laughs> typical. Yeah. Bo did not look like Bo for much of that game. And, you know, to be honest, Cody Fajardo didn't look like uh, a world beater either for a lot of that game, except for that one drive. 
where they literally just said, okay, here's your two reads. If one's not open, you run the ball. And he was just, boom, first down after first down after first down after first down. Right down the field. And then, well, we went to overtime and Ray Parrott has missed. Yeah, he doesn't then, miss. And then the second best kicker in the CFL won the game for Saskatchewan. He's really the second best kicker in the league this year? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting Boris Beatty on top. And... All right. And then everybody else goes underneath. Ouch. All right. Well, with that, I think we now need to we, – we've looked at the, the past. Now let's look to the future. Uh, we've got the Argos coming up at home against Hamilton. And uh, joining us to help preview that game – is the Argos digital and in-stadium host, Sean Bowen. All right, well, we welcome Sean Bowen from, uh, well, you've seen him all over Argos, Argos social media and uh, on the Jumbotron when you're at BMO Field. Welcome to the Argos FanCast. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's a pleasure. Now, I mean, right off the bat, you did some fantastic investigative journalism this past week in trying to find out what a tiger cat was. Now, not, we only saw so much of what you, what you put out there. Did your, did your search go even a a little bit further after that? Have you, did you find out any more or is it still a fictitious feline? Well, I appreciate you guys calling the video what it is. It it was investigative reporting at its finest. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of people who are are willing to, you know, go to the zoo and and, and hunt for hard-hitting facts. Um, You know, unfortunately, our trip at at the zoo this past week came up a little bit short. We weren't able to secure an answer from any of the animals that we did conduct interviews with. Um, and I, I think a lot of them looked at me cross-eyed when I asked them, you know, what in fact a tiger cat is, right? Because th- there is no such thing. There's, I mean, there's such thing as a tiger, and then there is a cat, but a, ti- a tiger cat, it doesn't make sense, right? So um, we, we really put our nose to the grindstone. We, we wanted to go and, and figure out what was going on, and, and we, couldn't get any, uh, we couldn't get any concrete answers despite uh, a lot of people on social media commenting you know afterwards about no it is an actual animal and and to that i have to say no i don't believe it is but hey good try (laughs) i think i i think that somebody may have kind of crossbred a tiger with a house cat at some point but i don't think it's actually called the tiger cat so it's uh (laughs) i I believe they call it a faux tiger so it's a little bit tiger okay i get it yeah I get, I, I get to keep that one in the arsenal, then. <laughs> it's it's a little bit bougie, especially for Hamilton. Um, oh, <laughs> I, I would think so as well. <laughs> now, getting to a little bit more serious stuff, uh, the game coming up, um, you've been right there giving the keys to, keys to the game with Hogan all year long. From what you see, you know, who are – who are the key pieces the Argos need to have a good game this week in order for them to guarantee their trip to Hamilton on December 12th? It's a great question. Um, and, and, you know, and Mike and I were, we were talking about it this afternoon. Our, you know, our video's coming out uh, tomorrow, getting the fans all pumped up. Um, and to be honest with you guys, I mean, this is kind of split down the middle, in my opinion, right? I mean, and Mike and I were talking about it. If there's one guy that I think we're really keeping our eye on, it's Sean Oakman. Um, you know, first year CFLer. I mean, he's had a dominant season. Um, you know, just controlling the defensive line, and, and boy, oh boy, he's sure made it tough. Um, you know, on Hamilton quarterbacks throughout the course of the year. Um, and then I think the other guy that I'm really keeping my eye on is Mac. Um, you know, this is. This is a big coming out party for McLeod Bethel Thompson, in my opinion, right? I mean, his first trip to the East Final at the helm of the, at the or behind center, excuse me. Um, you know, and I, I think a lot of people have knocked on Mac throughout the course of the year just because, uh, you know, they've had Nick Arbuckle in and, and there's always been that kind of, you know, 1A, 1B tandem. 
um, you know, until Mac was given the green light to, to be the guy. And ever since then, I, I think he's done a masterful job at leading this team. Um, and I'm really excited to see how he's able to fare um, come Sunday afternoon, right? I mean, it's, there's going to be a lot of pressure. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, this is about as healthy as this team has been since the start of training camp. And for that reason, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see how this all comes together at 1230 on, on Sunday. Now, on the other side of the uh, the coin, the uh, we've got the Thai Cats coming in, and I mean they they didn't look fantastic, but they have won. Um, or they, they've been better than they have been in the early part of the season. Mm-hmm. What what on their side do you see that we need to um, stop or or at least you know hold off uh, at some point to to beat that team? Well, you, you know, it's a great question. I mean, I, I, you know, watching last week, I mean, I, I thought they did a masterful job at, at, uh, at limiting stand back. Right. I mean, that guy's electrifying when he gets the ball in his hands and is able to run downhill pretty much 90% of the season. Right. So, I mean, they did a really good job at containing him. Um, I, I'm very interested to see, you know, what coach Dinwiddie does, uh, you know, this week with DJ Foster and, and John White and, and whether or not if they try to get in that, that running game home, because, you know, truthfully, when those two guys are going, it, I mean, the Argos are a hard team to stop. And, and we all know, like, I mean, Hamilton's defense is, has, has been pretty good all season, right? I mean, when you got a guy like Simone Lawrence, it's hard not to be, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll bring it back to the quarterbacks, right? I mean, Jeremiah Masoli same type of situation, right? Where, I mean, it was him and Dane Evans, Dane Evans takes over, you know, he gets hurt. Masoli comes back in and, and I mean, he hasn't had the, the year that I think, you know, everyone thought he was going to have. Right. But uh, once again, I honestly, I I think, I think this is going to come down to the quarterbacks and I I think it's, it's mainly going to come down to who has the better game and who's able to throw, you know, more touchdowns. And I, I know it sounds very cliche, but I I truthfully think that's what's going to happen. It's, I, the defenses, I think, are going to be great. Um, I, I don't anticipate this being a very high-scoring game, just you know, for my side of the field. Um, but I honestly think it's going to kind of come down to you know which guys able to put the ball in different situations and you know eventually you know score that big touchdown that everyone's waiting for. So I mean, for Hamilton, that's what I'd be looking at is, is the quarterbacks and and their defense and just stopping the run and, and how, you know, Coach Dinwiddie's able to kind of adjust for that. And, and uh, I'm very interested to see whether or not, if, uh, you know, we're able to establish some sort of run game there early on Sunday. Well, we're definitely all hoping uh, they they come out strong and, and firing on all cylinders uh, right off the bat. Um, the the other thing that the the Argos have been doing this past this past week is just it's really pushing. We're seeing more and more uh ticket blocks opening up. Um, what do you anticipate this crowd to be like based on, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of insider knowledge on, on where the tickets are being sold? Well, I can't give you guys every secret here, fellas. I wish I could, <laughs> but I mean, you guys know just as well as I do. I mean, this is one of the best places to watch a football game. Um, you know, and, and I, I'll, I'll go down on the sword saying this. I think we have the best fans in the CFL. I think we have some of the most knowledgeable fans, and I think we have some of the most passionate and loyal fans that you'll ever see, regardless of what sport we're talking about. I mean, when we're there, if it's a Tuesday night, it's it, it, the the energy is electric. I mean, people know what's going on. It's so much fun to be a part of. As for Sunday, I, I've heard some pretty good numbers. I, I, I don't want to uh, I don't want to drop them out just yet because I don't know if I'm allowed to. But let's just say this: I we're very very encouraged by the amount of ticket sales, and I think it's going to be one of our best crowds of the year. And if they don't bring the energy and this place isn't loud as hell on Sunday, well then something's got to change. But I'm anticipating it to be a absolute crazy, uh, crazy crazy atmosphere on Sunday at 12:30. So just also, but make sure you guys get there early though, please, because I know. You know, a lot of people are taking the, uh, you know, the go trains in. Um, and I think we are anticipating some snow for Sunday. So it could obviously, you know, delay some travel plans. Um, and then also, I, you know, I, we are experiencing a lot of uh, a lot of ticket sales for Sunday as well. So maybe getting in, having your proof of vaccination as well. I would just encourage those who are listening to get there a little bit earlier than what they usually plan for. <clears throat> so, Sean, what's what's been your favorite part about 
your first season as in stadium host? I think it's just like meeting you great fans, to be honest with you guys. I mean, it's, it's so much fun. I mean, this is, you know, technically my third year working with the organization. Um, You know, I say three years, I mean, only two years kind of covering the team with the, you know, unfortunate with the pandemic season. Um, You know, but like I said, I mean, we have some of the most passionate and loyal fans in the CFL and, and, and they're so great. I mean, they reach out on Twitter, they reach out at the game, they want to come say hi. Um, you know, and it's, I, I love the Canadian Football League. I'm a, I'm a Torontonian at heart. Doesn't matter what the sport is, I'm always going to cheer for Toronto. Um, and it, it's just, it's honestly been a blast being able to kind of mingle with the guys this year, especially as well, um, getting to know them and, you know, just the atmosphere going to be more. It's, it's always great. And, and I'm telling you, man, I cannot wait until Sunday to see what, uh, what it's going to be like. You know the end zone is going to bring the noise. All three of us are are uh, residents of uh, Section 116, so where you see all those guys, crazy I wouldn't flags. Ex- I wouldn't expect anything else from you guys. <laughs> I want and to be able to hear you from this. I want to hear you prior to kickoff, and I want to hear you after kickoff just hooting and hollering and celebrating what is going to be a big win on Sunday. Uh, we we want it. people to plug. We want their people to plug their ears because of us, and not because of that touchdown cannon. No, 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 no. I just I, as loud as humanly possible. Bring anything that makes noise. That's all I want. <laughs> well, don't. Wait. Of course, we're going to be bringing the noise. Uh, I know. I've already told the people at work on Monday that uh, they're going to have to do any calling for me because I won't have a voice. Um, now that see, now I got to stop you there. That's a rookie move, though. You, what you got to do is you have to plan in advance and you take the Monday off. Oh, that's, that's, that's the veteran move guys. What you, you you're talking to an experienced fan here. I'm, I'm a tailgater. I've been to numerous events. Sometimes you just got to book that Monday off just to recoup. You know, we've got once oh, we win this I've, one on Sunday, we've, we've got another big one the following week. So I would even just maybe suggest taking the full week off. Well, see that, yeah. Nor normally there are a few days around Grey Cup that are taken off as well. But I'm, I, I'm, I play through the pain. Um, okay. Except for All right. after, I, I, except for after Grey Cup, that's when that's when I take a take a couple of days off. Okay, I can admire that. That's all right. And we'll definitely you'll have to come uh, come and visit the the tailgate on the on the path or probably all over that south parking lot. Uh, we're going to be now, let there. Let me ask you a quick question here. What time are you guys starting at? As soon as the let us in. <laughs> pretty, uh, That's what I, I want I know, to hear. I intend on being there pretty much at the crack of dawn. So I, I, that is that is the best news I've heard all day. And I was yeah. telling I was telling our social guy today. I said this is the one time, you know, as, as great as it is doing the in stadium stuff, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But this is the one game where I wish personally I could be a fan and just enjoy the actual event the whole entire day. And I'm talking getting there at six o'clock in the morning, a cold Caesar in your hand by six Oh five. And then just hitting the tailgate buffet the whole entire afternoon, doing a little breakfast, perhaps a little, a little bite tea prior to the kickoff. And then you, you round it back full circle. And after the game, you just sit there and hang out and just grill some burgers. That sounds really great, and and that's I know that's what we're most of us are doing anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we've we've got uh, yeah we've got people going going there. Um, yeah, as soon as I let them in, we've got one guy uh, who's bringing a DJ with him. Um, oh really? And, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Rory from the other side of the the uh, the end zone seats, he's got a DJ coming down. So. Um, and oh uh, no way! <laughs> so it's it's going to be rocking. I can't, uh, guys. I honestly, I cannot wait. It's going to be an absolute amazing event. I'm sorry if you can hear that. My uh, my, my my the water in my fridge is not shutting off here. <laughs> if you just hear if you just hear constant pounding. Well, that, I mean that that that's okay because I mean you're. You're on the you're on the on the podcast that you sit down and drink a beer with. Um, if you're on the X's and Argos, they're the guys that have all the the ins and outs and everything like that. But we're after you get all the the details, you come to us, have a beer, and, and uh, sit back and enjoy. We're not that professional, um, so we're it's okay. I love it. 
All right, Sean, we want to thank you very much for joining us. And uh, what well, we hope to see you, um, you know, visit 116 or visit the tailgate early uh, on Sunday. And uh, I guess I will, go I Argos. will for sure, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, go Argos. Let's get a big win go here Argos. on Sunday. And that was Sean Bowen in stadium and digital host for the Argos. And uh, he's got a he's got a kind of a, a, a famous dad around these parts too. Um, Iconic, you could yeah. say. Think it, think it, I think his name is Joe, and he works for another blue team. I believe there's I believe they're uh, what they're called scooter buddies of ours. Yes. Scooter buddies. Right. Joe loves right. his Argos too. Yep. Those of you, those of you who play Grand Theft Auto Five, you probably understood what I just said. <laughs> I don't think I've played Grand Theft Auto since like the two thousands. Well, funny enough, they actually re- they actually remastered and re- as opposed to releasing Grand Theft Auto Six, which is what they should have done, they've gone ahead and gone back to basically remaster the 20 year old games and ah. and they're they just look awful <laughs> they look terrible like there's bugs everywhere it's it's i mean it's high def but it's a game you shouldn't be playing in high def oh uh, I mean, story, uh, story's still good but it's a game that you shouldn't be playing in high def period all I know is that was the game that uh, Curtis first swore in front of, in front of adults at. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> we 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 we, we were at a friend's house. I I think he was four, maybe four <laughs> or five. And, and so the, the friend's house we were at, he actually had a um a racing seat he built his own simulator thing for it and he was driving and uh, and you know i had gone out to grab uh grab food and so a friend was uh was watching the kids and curtis is driving and running over people and and he's move 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 bitch (laughs) and then all of a sudden he said he he stopped turned his head looked at him and and then turned back and just started driving very nicely after that <laughs> I think I think I knew sh- like shit was like the first swear word I knew <laughs> well, Kurt, Curtis was do Curtis was saying shit before he was 2 years old so I, I, I used two in one sentence <laughs> what and the, funny, and the funny thing is, my mom was so angry, but my dad was was my mom was just telling my dad, punish, punish the, punish your son. <laughs> my dad's just too busy pissing himself laughing. Well, the, I mean, the great the great thing about that one was uh, I didn't find this out until probably about two months later, uh, when when he decided to tell the story. He said I couldn't say anything because otherwise I would have you know burst out laughing and. I I was supposed to be the responsible one at that time. So, and, you know, that's what I found that out. I'm like, okay, I probably would have been the same. So, but. There you go. Yeah. Moving on to the the game that uh, we were previewing with Sean. um, You know, I think he hit it right on the head. Uh, You know, we want to see a a big controlling game from Sean Oakman. And, uh, and then on offense, it's it's law firms law firms game to uh, to win. Um, what else are you guys looking for from the Argos or beyond in this game? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, assuming the weather is kind of unsettled, like last Sunday in Hamilton, you know, don't turn the ball over. Um, you know the um, I kind of felt that you know got to get pressure on Mazzoli to 
you know, throw him out of rhythm. Because I assume it's only starting. I mean, I, I don't see Hamilton, even if he didn't put up a great performance, he still won the game for them. So I don't see them starting Dane Evans. But, you know, like last yeah. time, pressure Mazzoli so that he's not in rhythm. If you frustrate and, uh, him, he's, if you frustrate him, he's going to make a lot of mistakes, and that's exactly what we want. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, you know, to, to add up, Mazzoli is not not firing in all cylinders. I mean, he's been very inconsistent. Um, so I think we just got to keep with the the chaos around him. You know, make it make it make it so he's he's got to go through his reads more than once uh, get that pressure. I think with teams now stacking or moving the, the blocking to the middle with Oakman um, it's freeing up uh, some of the ends like for like Kadero law and, and uh, Achampong and, and stuff like that to, uh, to get a little, little run there. So I, I think, yeah, you're right. Just, we got to keep Mazzoli on his heels. And an offense, I just, I, yeah, no turnovers. Hold that ball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're going to have all, we're, like, we're pretty much going to have quite a few guys back now, thanks to this extended layoff that the Argos have had. So they've mm-hmm. had a lot of time to heal. Yeah. So we're going to have, like, like you're gonna have you're gonna have Jawan Breskison in the lineup. You're gonna have uh, Eric Rogers in the lineup. Hopefully, you're gonna have Tavares Daniels in the lineup. You're gonna have Curly Gittens, possibly Chandler Worthy. Uh, Brissett's gonna be in the lineup, I'm sure, somewhere. Right. So yep. we're gonna we're gonna have like our team is going to be ready, and this is gonna be like the peak that we need. Yeah. So. Get out there, stomp a mud hole in them, and walk it dry. Absolutely. And then after that, give them a stone cold stunner, flip them off, and then just go to the corner <laughs> post and salute the crowd for the rest of the time. To get smash some beers together. Oh, we'll be doing that. That'll be yeah. Be doing that at tailgate cheaper to do it that way true <laughs> even <laughs> even with the five even with the five dollar beers i don't want to be going off and doing it stone cold style where you just smash them together and just down just like you know just no. get it all over you now depending on uh on how much fun jamie has oh christ don't even know <laughs> god so he's gonna any, we've mentioned jamie a couple times on the show now if you look in 116 there's one guy right on the on the rail with the giant double blue a flag that's jamie that's he is he is the what he, he is what i like to call the game day captain of the double blue order <laughs> um and when he's yeah he's just but he's having a good time he's uncontrollable he's a good time yes <laughs> He's having a good time. He's practically uncontrollable. <laughs> and the problem is the rest of us aren't going to be in that, that great of a Nick either. So it's going to be like, yeah, who, him? Uh, I don't know him. <laughs> no. The, and the ones that, the ones that are going to be as, as coherent, I guess as possible. will uh, probably just want to egg them on. Yeah. Pretty much, because I mean, when when we've, we've when, got we've got fans, <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. When you when you've got, you know, it, excited, happy, happy Jamie, which is what we're hoping to get, is you just want to throw fuel on that fire, back the truck up, throw the dynamite on, just make it, you know, let it go. Well. We've got a, a game on the on the west. It's Saskatchewan and Winnipeg as well. Um, Go Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Saskatchewan's going to be in tough in this one. Um, yeah, so you know what? But let's. 
that's about all we need to say about that one. Let's get right to our, our picks and then we can uh, look at some awards and, and things like that, that, that are going on uh, outside of off the field here. Uh, so what the hell is Bovril? No idea. It's, it's beef broth essentially. Uh huh. Oh, that stuff. Yeah. That those little cubes. Yeah. Or, well, or you can well, get they, well, the they concentrated stuff. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's oddly enough, you can actually drink. You people actually drink. People actually drink it straight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh. yeah. Anyway, um. Picks, because I guess we were. I didn't okay. even. I didn't even play a fantasy team this week, so. Well, um, I didn't. I actually did very, very well. I had my, okay, I had my well, best week. Okay, I think well, we only need to pick one game because I think we all. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, we all know we're picking the one side. Yeah, we're all picking well, Toronto. That game's that game's a pick 'em actually right now. Uh, the line is right at even, so uh, Toronto and. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say Toronto by 17. It would be nice. Yep. Um, I I agree with that totally. (laughs) There's I am not going to argue that that is that is what I want to see. I want to see it nice and comfortable. No no nippy bum time on on an East final. Just no. Reckon Um, get it done and punch your ticket. Oh, and then uh, at four o'clock, we've got Winnipeg hosting Saskatchewan. Right now, Winnipeg is eight and a half point favorites, and they'll they'll take it. I'm yeah, I, I still can't not let my heart pick this one. I'm picking Saskatchewan. I don't know how the hell they're gonna do it, but. That's what my heart is telling me to do, and it just bitch slapped my brain when I tried to say anything otherwise. Ouch. <laughs> Doug? Well, I mean, I would love to say Winnipeg just for the here we, here we go 7-0. and But either, either way, I mean, but we've never faced the Rough Riders in a Grey Cup final. Oh, yeah. We've never, never faced. Actually, no, we have. We did. We, we did. Kicked Sorry. Shit out of them. Yeah. Never mind. My bad. My. my that's. Yeah. Well, I think we it's, that was Winnipeg. the only time. Oh, we haven't uh, played Winnipeg since the Mud Bowl. No. Yeah, and they haven't beaten us either. <laughs> so. Really, I don't care who comes out of it, <laughs> because because. When the Argos make the Grey Cup, we all know we're taking it. Period. Bar none. End of story. Number 18 is practic- basically if we win the East Final, you might as well just hand the Grey Cup to us right now because we're not losing. That's one thing we don't do in a Grey Cup is lose. No. Not so, in the last several decades. Not, not a lot of teams can say that. Well, I don't think there's any team that can say that. Not not in the CFL, no. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's many professional teams that can say that they've been to as many championship games and have not lost in championship games as the as the stretch the Argos are on right now. Nineteen eighty seven. Yep. I wasn't watching. You even no, I, I, I am. I don't. I don't remember watching the Great Cup that that year either. But I was seven, so sure I was doing something else. Yeah. Well, the like Argos. Yeah. Well, the one thing we forgot to talk about uh, uh, last time we were on is uh, the Argos nominees for the CFL awards. Um, so most outstanding player went to, uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson. Um, 
I'm not sure there was too much of an argument there. No. No. Outstanding offensive lineman and outstanding rookie Peter Nicastro. Maybe a bit surprising at the rookie spot. Yeah, well... Yeah, I guess... I'm not sure if Sean Oakman qualifies as an actual rookie. Oh, he did. He did? Okay. Yep. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah. And Peter Nicastro has been... Come out as the East nominee for uh, most outstanding rookie too. So that's a that's a pretty good uh, feather in their cap. Most outstanding Canadian Curly Gittins Jr. And we said that should be the the you should get that at least. Uh, most outstanding defensive player Dexter McCoyle Sr. I don't have any argument there. I don't, think, there, I don't most, think there's a lot of arguments for what, no. for whom has been picked. No, well, I mean, really the only one, and we've also got uh, Boris Beattie as most outstanding special teams player. Well, that's a lock. <laughs> he went 28 of 33 for field goals, so 85%. And six of them beyond 50. Three better than any other kicker in the league this season. And apparently two off the all-time record. So he, he put out some, some pretty darn good numbers. Unfortunately, I think uh, he got... Uh, Beat out by Devontae Deadman in the East, who yeah. had a, a all-time phenomenal, season. yeah, <laughs> record-setting season. Yeah, so you know it. I think if Devontae Deadman's not in, not in the East, Boris Beatty gets a nod. I got I I gotta believe that. Um. And then the other one we've got uh, who's up for an award is uh, Ryan Dinwiddie is coach of the year up against Mike O'Shea. Yeah. And I got to think he's got a pretty damn good shot at it. Yeah, I mean. Rookie head coach finished first in his first in his rookie season. I think he, he got the most out of as many players as he possibly could. Considering the oh, amount of turnover that had that needed to happen. And the amount of injuries that we had this year. You know, I had to change defensive coordinators in the middle of the season. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot. You know, the only one that uh in in when you when you look at I guess we can look at the um, the CFL finalists now. Um, and the Oh yeah, we'll we'll yeah we'll. We keeping you awake, Will? We'll get we'll get back to that in a second. Yeah. We'll get, we'll, we're talking. I told about you that. Like right like, was like, oh, oh yeah. Well, we've got so I mean player award finalists. Um, yeah. We'll go through them quickly. Uh, we've got William Stanback up against Zach Caleros for most outstanding player. Mm-hmm. Caleros. I think it's got to go to Stanback. I really do. I don't think that Zach Caleros had that fantastic of a year. Um, defensive yeah, player. I would think Stanback, yeah, for sure. Over Caleros. Anyway, continue. Uh, defensive player of the year Adam Big Hill will win this against some whatever he is some other some, guy from, some rando in the east yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, he he plays for a team that's going to lose on Sunday so 
so one, like I said, some random. Yeah. So any, yeah. any, any. I believe he still owes you some stuff. Oh, oh, that, yeah. oh, that son of a bitch. Okay. Something. Yeah. Starts right. with an S. That reminds me, I gotta get some. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make some signs. <laughs> Can't hang banners. That's fine. I'll make a sign. Yep. Uh, Canadians, uh, David Menard out of Montreal, and Bola Combo in BC. Mm, that's a tough one. Yeah, I really didn't pay enough attention to both either player to. Yeah. I, Dave Menard's defensive lineman from Montreal, 18 tackle, 18 tackles, eight sacks. Yeah. Um, and Bola Combo pretty much was one of the anchors in BC for that defense. That, that, that'll be a tough one. I think Bola Combo is going to take that one. Um, offensive lineman. Brandon Revenberg from Hamilton and Stanley Bryant from Winnipeg. Well, Bryant, obviously, because boo tie cats. Yeah. That, well, that's who we want. Yeah. And, and I honestly think, I honestly think that's Brian, Bryant's going to take it anyway. Yeah. Um, special teams, Devonte Deadman and Renee Paradis. <laughs> Deadman. <laughs> Deadman by a long, but like a, by a mile. By a missed field goal return for a touchdown. Ouch. <laughs> uh, rookie Peter Nicastro and Jordan Williams for BC. Um, Jordan, oh, Peter. I would say Nicastro for sure. I, again, I don't yeah. know enough about this. Well, Jor- Jordan Williams, uh, he's a Canadian linebacker for BC. 92 tackles. Uh, a pick and a sack and five special teams tackles. He was one of the league leaders almost all season in uh, in tackles. So I'm I'm if I had a vote, I'm voting Peter Nicastro, but we don't. Yeah, we don't. We and don't coach vote. of the year. We're not a member of the football reporters of Canada. No, we're not professional enough. Um, Coach of the Year, Ryan Dinwiddie and Mike O'Shea. Go, Ryan. Dinwiddie. All day. Uh, and and then uh, Seven Argos also named Division All-Stars. That's, that's where Sean Oakman got his due. Yeah. Uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson. Curly Gittins Jr., Peter Nicastro, Sean Oakman, Chris Edwards, Shaq Richardson, and Boris Beattie. And I don't think... Other than a, a single red-black fan, I don't think there's any question for any of those nominees. How was Ward not picked? He was not very good this year, or not as good as slightly worse than Boris Beatty. Yeah, he's shite. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think if if Boris Beatty has no wind, I think he can kick a seventy-yard field goal. Well, let's hope we don't have to test that uh, hypothesis. Nope. Well, unfortunately, there is going to be wind on wind on Sunday, according to the latest forecast. So yeah. Well, they're 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 probably not going to test that theory anyway. But I still think he's got he's got he definitely got enough leg to hit from seventy. Yeah, most definitely. And seventy five might be pushing it. Indubitably. Yeah. Now the last award that's come out recently was the uh, the Jake Goddard Veterans Award, uh, which goes to the uh, CFL player who demonstrates the attributes of Canada's veterans: strength, perseverance, courage, uh, comradeship, and uh, 
contribution to Canadian communities. And no surprise here, Jamal Campbell, Mr. Toronto, is the Argos nominee. Is he going to be back? Yeah. He's still six-gamed. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he is going to uh, be back. I would love for him to be back, but... That is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, he he's, you know, you, you're going to talk about a lot of these, you know, some of these players raising money and all this stuff, but I think a lot of the things that Jamal Campbell does involve more inspiration to people in the community and everything like that. So, yeah, you won't you won't find a you won't find a better human being on the team for sure. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. Three minutes, and we're out of here. We got three minutes, and we're out. Is this thing on? Yeah. Are you hearing it? Okay, once again, we've been singing their praises all season long. But they are, but I mean, the Toronto Argos social media team. Good God. How are, how are these guys getting better? (laughs) Honestly, I mean, I mean, the investigate, I mean, the aforementioned investigative journalism that we got from Sean Bowen earlier, but the hype video. And that sound and it sounds like that's just a little bit of And if that's the teaser? Swap. And that and if that's the teaser, oh my god. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean I I don't I don't want this ride with this social media team to end. I really don't. No. And you know if if anybody is out there, learn from these guys. So yeah, they they've they've been fantastic all year. And I, I'm yeah I don't know how. They get they they're gonna get better, but they they uh, they just seem to get better every and, week. And the fruits of their labor is, at least from what I could tell, it is paying off. Yeah. Well, when you keep setting the bar higher and higher and higher every time you do something, I think you're doing things right. Absolutely, absolutely, and I mean, and if and and if anybody wasn't sure, that hype video, um, the professional actor that voices that video is none other than the father of your starting outside linebacker, Cameron Judge. Stargate. God of War. That's how was. That's how I able. That's how I was able to determine who it was almost instantly. Because I mean, it sounded familiar, but as soon as he said "boy" right at the end of it, I thought, "Boom! That's that. That's freaking Chris Judge. I know it is." <laughs> oh man, I. Because that that was like they've. Because that was his like. Almost like in God of War, that's almost his catchphrase. I hate to say it. <laughs> he says it a lot, mainly mainly because Kratos' son is a shithead. But I mean, fuck you, Kratos. But I mean, like, I saw that. I'm like, we got Kratos up in this bitch now. You ain't stopping <laughs> us. We're gonna, we're gonna pound, we're gonna pound you into the dirt like he pounded Percules' skull in with with his own weapons. Or, or, we'll, or we'll cut your feet off like he like he did to Hermes. 
Or rip your head off and use it as a lantern like you did to Helios. I could go on. I could go on about this. <laughs> um, it, it it but it it you know just hearing that voice on there just takes it up another level. Oh yeah, like it's it's the things that you you don't expect, and then the the little things they add on to everything they've done. Just just it they they've been fantastic. Uh, okay. So also have to give a shout out to former CFL commissioner, John Tory, um, for proclaiming December the 5th, Toronto Argonauts day in the city of Toronto. And they actually on, uh, earlier, earlier this week, they actually raised an Argo flag at city hall. Now we'll forgive his copywriter. <laughs> because of because of everything else that he did so yeah well they've yeah the record is 15 wins yeah yeah i think there was yeah there are some words missing in that sentence yes <laughs> it's like That's the a- person was trying to i, I think it, the person was writing, realized there were over 140 characters, tried to, you know, take out a word here, shorten a word there to get it in the 140 characters, and didn't look. And, you know, we'll forgive them for being a little bit excited and making yeah. that little snafu there. Yeah, because Toronto doesn't really see a winner every now and doesn't see a winner that often, does it? Well... Other other than the Argos who consistently bring home the trophies. Yep. Oh, but it was nice to see the uh, the Argos flag flying at uh, at City Hall again. Nathan Phillips Square. Yep. Uh, and now I think it's something that we've been that I think we're all been we've all been waiting for. Tweets from Kazakhstan. It's very quickly becoming one of my favorite segments. In the, it, in, it, in almost, doing this. It's, it, it very quickly. This is going to turn into its own segment. Oh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh. And I, I think you could literally just go to his timeline, their timeline and don't look, scroll up, put your finger on gold. So my, I did that. And I ended up with their response to the uh, the what is it? What is a tiger cat report? And their response was. Do you have fences at your zoo? This is nonsense. <laughs> Now, when I read that, I thought, I thought for sure, considering that he was, that he was just talking to a yak, I thought for sure he would have mentioned something about yak milk. (laughs) I honestly thought for sure yak milk would have been in that tweet. But instead, no, it's, it's, do you have fences at your zoo? This is nonsense. I'm like, well, that's a little disappointing. But I thought it was funny, but it was, well, it was still funny. <laughs> it was still funny. But uh, like I said, it was just like for me, I'm like, oh, I thought I thought he I so thought he was going to go with the yak milk direction. Oh, and there was another one, too, that that was just fantastic. I think there was the, there was uh, oh where he got he, he got into it with uh with a tiger cat fan <laughs> after uh John Tory's um tweet about uh Toronto Argos day um so the 
response by this this individual named Holy Mackinac. Um, oh God. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, I I could I could call him uh, Q I could call him Tiger Q because that's that's how many conspiracy theories this fucking guy's putting out every day every damn day. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's of the belief that the Toronto Argonauts are way over the salary cap. Blah 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 blah. Even though they've got higher paid receivers than we do. Um. Yeah. Um. And and not only that, they're the one. They are the ones who actually cheated in a game. Yes. Uh, so. But that's what they do. They like to project. Anyway, continue. So our Kazakh friends responded to that comment about it being, you know, they're being crooks and blah blah blah. He said, "This is a funny comment. A new kind of Canadian comedy I've never seen before." Or can a crazy person tweet from a crazy hospital? Anyway, very funny. that's yeah that's beautiful so (laughs) although uh, i I, I love his i love another response that he had or was just a meme when it's just show me on the doll where toronto touched you (laughs) that that that, even though it wasn't in kazakh that's still funny yep um just trying to i thought there was another response to that too um I can't find it now. Oh, where the yeah, this this the this guy uh, then responded. Evidently, you're new to the CFL. It's okay, you'll learn. Um, and then he's you know responded. He's an angry elf. <laughs> I thought there was another response to that that I saw too, which was. Amazing. I'm trying to find it. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Um, So now I understand Toronto is very cunning. They put magnets on the balls to strike the iron rods, forcing kittens to easily miss points. Pinball is very cunning. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Oh, our friends from Kazakhstan, they, they, they're they're fantastic. And actually, there was there was one more that I had to just I just found it and was just slightly giggling at it. Um, our good friends, the Las Vegas Posse. Uh, posted posted a retweet from our from everyone's. Well, I, I don't know who. No, no, it wasn't even that. It was just a retweet saying, uh, Travis. Basically, the uh, headline was tra- about Travis Rudolph you know, arrested for four with uh, with four, after being arrested for four charges of murder on him. Yep. Our friends from Kazakhstan. If it was Hamilton, he would be a captain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They are they're, they're absolute gold. Oh, yeah. Absolute gold. They're, they're, they're freaking goddamn treasure. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, all right i think that's it <laughs> there's not much uh, else yeah. we... no you, you, you can't top tweets from kazakhstan nope but doug where can they find you you can find me on twitter at uh, doug b519 you can find my group the double blue order on facebook at facebook.com slash double blue order on twitter at double blue order on instagram at the double blue order and get your law firm t-shirts, doubleblueorder.ca. And Will, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at ArgoFans or at www.argofans.com. What the hell are you murmuring? <laughs> <laughs>
before that. <laughs> Gathering my thoughts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just yeah, to tell people to where the hell to find them you, out, then you organize can... them in front of them. I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can find me at all kinds of clay on the Twitter and Instagram machines. Um, and you can find the Argos Fancast at Argos Fancast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we want to thank Sean Bowen for joining us on the Argos Fancast this week. He's your Argos digital and in-stadium host. Check out the Fancast. Listen to the Fancast anywhere you find your friendly neighborhood podcast. Just search Argos Fancast. Or go directly to theargosfancast.podbean.com. Get your tickets. They're running out. Go to argonauts.ca slash tickets. Buy your tickets for the East Final. There's still releasing more and more and more. I want to get that number up. Over 21,000 in that stadium. Talk to you next week. Cheers. I almost got up. <laughs>